What's up, everybody? This is Jeff Morton, and you're listening to CSG Podcast. Um, thank you, as always, for joining us. Uh, Nate Timmons is actually fully recovered from the uh, flu that I told you he has, um, and I fully anticipate him to be with us next time. Uh, and Ross Martin is no longer prospecting for gold in Canada. I believe he is making his way back and is somewhere in Alberta. So I hope that, you know, his journey back from Canada will be a good one, and he brings plenty of Canadian bacon with him. Um, Just a bit of housekeeping. Uh, This episode of CSG Podcast is sponsored by the King Law Firm. Uh, Great people. Uh, They really do. As I said in the last podcast, they fight for the little guy. Um, Link is in the description, as always. Go ahead and check them out. They specialize in Social Security, uh, and they... Social Security Disability. Um, They also specialize in marijuana law. So if uh, you are listening to this podcast and you have any questions about marijuana law or you're looking to get into the business, give them a ring. I will put the uh, link in the description and I will put their phone number also in the description. Uh, The King Law Firm. Check them out. All right. Well, the Nuggets managed to beat the uh, San Antonio Spurs uh, last night as of the date I'm recording this. And uh, it was an interesting game, and you could tell that the Spurs benefited from having uh, LaMarcus Aldridge back, who had a almost thoroughly dominant uh, third quarter, and he and Nikola Jokic were going back and forth uh, on this, and that was actually uh, Adam Marrez, um texted me during the game because I... I actually missed the missed the attending the game last night because I was doing other things. And while I was watching the game, uh, Mr. Marez, uh texted me and he said, "This is uh, like Jeff's dream here. It's like a post up battle between two two guys, Jokic and uh, and uh, Lamarcus Aldridge." And it was absolutely correct. Um, that was an old fashioned nineties uh, Elijah Wan Ewing battle. Um, and uh, it was it warmed my heart specifically on a night that has that you were honoring uh, uh, Allen Iverson, Marcus Camby, and Kenyon Martin, who and, and which really warmed up the crowd. Everyone was in high spirits, and that led to what I would uh, describe as one of the more interesting fourth quarters I've seen at uh, Pepsi Center ever. Um. The Nuggets led by seven going into the quarter, and suddenly there was a increase in, let's just say, foul calls against the Nuggets, uh, particularly when anyone was guarding LaMarcus Aldridge. <coughs> and it was one of those situations where it reminded you of the Spurs-Nuggets uh, games from, oh, let's say 2005 or 2007, when they seemed like the Spurs would get the benefit of every call and the Nuggets would not. And uh, you could tell that it was affecting the crowd, which a lot, majority of which were really um, getting, I would say, uh, antsy is not the word, uh, irritated uh, would be a better word. It was the most lively, energetic Nuggets crowd by far of the season, and they were mostly, mostly Nuggets fans, which was good to see. And there was just a roar of people who were getting more and more livid 
at uh, the officiating, led by Tony Brothers, um, that just didn't seem to have it on the ball. And from my impression, uh, watching on television, is that the officials let the emotions of the game get to them. And you could potentially have seen a influence of Greg Popovich on them. It was one of those... It was one of those moments where you would have normally seen the Nuggets fold. And it was actually very, very encouraging for me to see, despite Nikola Jokic fouling out with uh, just about just about two minutes, two and a half minutes left, I think. I'm just going off my memory right now. Um, fouling out then, the Nuggets were able to, maybe it was three minutes, it was three minutes left. Um, the Nuggets were able to hold together and, in fact, pull away um, based on the Good defense they were playing. Gary Harris hit a couple, hit a great clutch jump uh, step back mid-range shot, um, and he also got a steal, which led to a breakout on a, and a dunk. And it was a what you would describe as a clutch, gutty performance that past Nuggets teams going back the last, well, I don't know, four seasons would have lost. Um, when things started going against them like that, they would have something would have happened, and they would have just folded down the stretch. This Nuggets team did not, and it was very, very encouraging to see as the Nuggets uh, won their fourth in a row and are now seven games over five hundred for the first time in since two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen. So the Nuggets were able to take advantage of that. Oh, I would say that little bit of emotion that really was coursing through the arena and the anger that was directed at the referees, which threatened to spiral out of control, as Tony Brothers called two quick technicals, um, one on Jamal Murray and one on head coach Michael Malone, to really, which ended up getting, uh, giving the Spurs, uh, uh, getting the Spurs, I believe, tied uh, so 114, at 114 at the time. And you were looking at that moment thinking, oh, God, they're going to lose this. And then it became the Nuggets just the, the, the Nuggets stepped up in a way that you hadn't seen. And they overcame the what they would determine as a questionable officiating. Um, my opinion on it was Tony Brothers often lets emotions get to him. Uh, Kenny Maurer was like that. Um, another guy who was like that, uh, was, uh, oh, the guy, man, who's that guy? Um, the one who does the, uh, officiating advice thing on, uh, not advice, but he's the official they go to on ABC. Um, oh man, I forgot his name. Anyway, he, uh, was also a guy that's tended to be directed by his emotions and sometimes it, it gets to officials. And, you know, when you've got a crowd raining booze on you, you've got the coaches yelling at you, you've got um, the players yelling at you. It's hard, I guess, in their, from their perspective, not to get emotional. And it would be in my case, and I have to admit. But right now what's happening is, is Tony Brothers became... It became about him, and you never want a game to get... Once it starts becoming about a particular official, Joey Crawford was like that. Joey Crawford would tend to make it about him, and 
in these situations, you don't want it to be about the official. And Tony Brothers let it be about him. Fortunately for the Nuggets, they were able to overcome uh, several uh, questionable foul calls on Nikola Jokic. And they were able to overcome all of that and really kind of harden themselves and steel themselves to, to come away with a victory, which ended up being their 33rd of the season. This was a great sign. And the next Nuggets game is against the Houston Rockets, a team they have generally struggled against mightily. And it'll be interesting to see how they kind of um, adjust because that team, for some reason, has it on the Nuggets, like they've had most of the NBA this year. So uh, another subject I'd like to go over is the good play of Wilson Chandler. Wilson, uh, I, even though he didn't have his highest point total of the season, I thought he played his best game. Um, particularly in the rebounding department. Wilson was, it, it was a sign that Wilson was extremely aggressive. And I think that any time that the Nuggets can get that kind of production out of Wilson Chandler, the better. Wilson is, um, a, he's been the wild card. And he's actually been, during this entire journey this season, he's actually played well. But his role hasn't been to score. And since his role is not to score, he doesn't get a lot of opportunities to score. That's kind of evolved. He's now more comfortable. And in fact, since the Nuggets don't call a lot of plays, it's given, since they made the decision to call not a, a, lot, not a lot of plays, um, Wilson has kind of evolved into a, um, a guy who will shoot and a guy who will hit those clutch corner threes. And that was something that continued last night as well as playing some great defense and getting those, particularly in the first half when uh, the Nuggets were getting just creamed on the boards by the big San Antonio Spurs, uh, Wilson came in there and was just doing the yeoman's work on the boards. I believe he finished with 16 rebounds. And that was something that the Nuggets desperately needed in a time when, like I said, they were getting just absolutely slammed on the boards. Well, Wilson stepped in, and he just took over and was able to do that. And one of the most important factors for the Nuggets going forward, particularly as they approach the playoffs, is Wilson Chandler and his ability to score and rebound. They need him to be that additional rebounder and as well as defend. But when he can hit, I believe he hit three threes in the first quarter. Um, and when he did that, it just was like kept, it kept the Nuggets offensive rhythm going. And right now the Nuggets, as Michael Malone told us today at practice, uh, the Nuggets are able to score on anyone. And this evolution of the Nuggets and their ability to do that has actually, has opened um, eyes and has opened up avenues for different things for the, for the team. Well, actually, at practice, I was able to speak to Wilson Chandler exclusively for CSG Podcast. Um, it's about a, a new segment I'm going to be doing occasionally called Four Minutes with CSG. And in this four minutes, uh, Wilson talks about his new role. He talks about uh, just the, the way that he feels more comfortable now. And he, he'll talk about how he sees himself going forward in the Nuggets uh, offense. 
Uh, I will sign off now. Thank you all for joining me. Uh, hope you enjoy the Wilson Chandler interview, and I will be seeing you all next week. Enjoy the interview. Just a couple questions. Um, your rebounding was tremendous last night. Yeah. It was one of the one of the best, most aggressive rebounding uh, times I think I've seen with you in Denver. Uh, what kind of spurred that on for you guys? Uh, it just kind of happened. Yeah. yeah, it just happened. Uh, we were small, so you know we had to be aggressive. You know, um, team rebounding. So yeah. Do you think that? Uh, Good play comes from aggressiveness, or does it just kind of happen during it? Do you have to judge what's happening during a game? Uh, I think both. I think being aggressive, uh, taking uh, shots, you know, when they come, um, also being comfortable, I think, is a part of uh, playing good. So, you feeling more comfortable now? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is, you like? Is it the the position you're on? You're like, you know, you're kind of. Excuse me. Uh, I don't know if it's the position or just the position in the court and just um, just. I don't think I just think just being more comfortable just in general. Um, just in general? Yeah. yeah. Then being more aggressive also. Do, do you, what do you think that kind of spurred that on for you? Because, I, I mean, you've been playing, to me, you've been playing great in your role yeah. all year. But yeah. now that it's kind of shifted a little, do, what do you think that kind of changed? Uh, just, you know, you know when Paul was here or, you know, now that the three, you know, we got guys, you know, they can score, you know, Gary can score, Jamal can score, yo. We, I mean, we got tons of guys that can score, so it's kind of like you got to pick your uh, pick your poison sometimes, you know. And um, you know, when guys got it going, you know, you might only get six, you know, four or five shots, you know. Um, but playing through uh, at the four, playing through the top of the key, you know, um, the ball kind of uh, swings towards uh, through me to go to the opposite side, so you get a little bit more opportunities to be more aggressive. Um, do you think that with this uh, the streak you guys have been on recently? Um, what do you attest just the overall good play to? I think just everybody just being uh, uh, selfless, you know, uh, everybody playing for one another you know, on offense and on defense, you know, guys helping each other on uh, defense, sharing the ball on offense, everybody's being aggressive, you know. And, um, I don't think nobody cares, you know, who's the guy, you know. Um, Yoga's been leading us, you know, Gary, you know, right there with him, you know, and um, Jamal's doing a great job mm -hmm. running the team. Um, but as of late, I mean, he's been good all his season, but, you know, it seems like he's getting better at the point guard position. So. Last one for me. Nate would kill me if I didn't ask you what you're listening to right now. Uh, the, I listen to a lot of Nipsey Hustle right now. Uh -huh. I mean, I've always been a big fan of his, but this, this last year is uh, it's really good. Um, I'm still listening to Kendrick album, listening to 444. Um, I like a lot of the younger guys, a lot of the SoundCloud rappers, you know, um, kind of the underground stuff. I kind of go on SoundCloud and see uh, who's up and coming and stuff like that. And I'm kind of all over the place, and I like, I listen, I always listen to a lot of the old stuff, like 90s, uh, early 2000s, you know. Um, Tupac is my favorite rapper, so I listen a lot of him. I listen a lot of Wu Tang, listen a lot of Jay Z, listen a lot of Nas, uh, Outkast, uh, Scarface, so, I mean, all over the place, East to West, so, South, uh, Midwest. So, uh, have, have you heard any uh, new, new uh, like the last two albums Onyx put out? Have you put those? Have you who? Onyx? Onyx? No, yeah. I haven't. I, I never. I never was an Onyx fan. I like the um, kind of like the radio hits they had, but I never um, dug deep into the album. So um, I have. It's really hard. They're, they're really edgy. Yeah, they're they're really it's edgy, very yeah. truly true yeah. New York. But I did know, listen to the last uh, uh, Trial Card Quest. It was really good. It was a good. Yeah, oh. and um, I love, I love Wu Tang. So anytime they put out anything new individually or as a group, I listen to. All right. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. I always appreciate it. Thank you.